Welcome to Senior Living Arizona, where we take senior living to the fullest. Join us as we explore Arizona's hotspots and senior-friendly activities, collect tips for great fun and food, and talk about enjoying all that Arizona living has to offer. Brought to you by Senior Living Services in Arizona, please welcome our host, Linda Mettler. Good morning, and thank you so much for joining us with the Senior Living Services podcast. This morning, I have the distinct pleasure of talking with Elizabeth Haugen, the Communications Coordinator from the Arizona State Parks and Trail System. Elizabeth, thank you so much for joining us today. Hi, Linda. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be on with you. That's great. Thank you. Again, I'm so excited. Um, you know, as a resident in Arizona, I really enjoy so much of the state parks. Um, they have so much to offer. I love hiking and and just checking out so many of, of the state parks around the area. So I'm wondering if to to kind of kick this off, if you can just give us a little bit of a brief history of the Arizona State Park System, you know, when it was founded, how many parks are there, just give us a little brief overview. I would love to share about that. You know, I'm sure as you and many of your listeners know, Arizona is a relatively young state, and so is true of the state park system. It's a relatively young state park system. Um, Arizona State Parks wasn't established until 1957. In the years of 1950 to 1958, Arizona experienced a rapid population growth, about 66% increase. And during this same period of time, there was sort of a national movement of an interest in creating parks and recreational facilities for people to use for their leisure time. And Arizona also had an interest in that in here in the state locally. Um, during 1952 to 1956, so just a four-year period, there were three different legislative bills proposed to create the Arizona State Parks Department none of which passed, but there was an interest. Now, during 1956 was sort of a pivotal moment. Um, there was an article published by an outdoor reporter named Ben Avery. And if his name sounds familiar to you and to the listeners, you're probably familiar with the Ben Avery Shooting Facility and Target Center run by the Arizona Game and Fish Department. Ben yes. Avery, yes, he, he's well known in the state. He was dedicated for decades to outdoor recreation. And he was an outdoor reporter for the Arizona public in 1956. And he published an article that drew Arizona residents' attention to the fact that at the time we were the only state in the country that did not have a state parks department. And he really was pointing out that this was an issue because there were historical landmarks and scenic areas that did not have protection, were experiencing vandalization, and just didn't have a great amount of attention and public concern. Um, so he authored this article, and it sort of brought together um, a group of interested citizens, outdoor enthusiasts, and conservationists, and they formed what they called the Arizona State Parks Association. This is this group of people who just were passionate about this cause worked really hard to get legislator support on a new bill. And this one passed in 1957. That was House Bill 
72. And so Governor Ernest McFarland is the governor at the time. He's the one that signed the legislative um, putting the Arizona State Parks Department into law. And at the time, they created it to legislate that the state parks board select and acquire and maintain areas in Arizona that were of natural and historic and scientific interest. So Governor McFarland signed this bill in 1957, creating the State Parks Board. And um, you may know Governor McFarland's name. He is very well known as the father of the GI Bill, but this is also a part of his legacy. And today we have a state historic park in his honor. It's named after him. It's in Florence, Arizona, and it's the original Pinal County Courthouse. So today you can visit the McFarland State Historic Park and learn about Governor McFarland, how the state park system was created, and um, lots of history about the area too. That is great. There's definitely a ton of history up in Florence for sure. Um, Elizabeth, how many state parks are there throughout Arizona? There are over 30 state parks throughout Arizona, as well as three state natural areas. Um, state natural areas are places that are protected because they contain sensitive habitat or um, it's rare and special species that are of important scientific or historical value. So there are 64,000 acres in our state park system. About half of those are in state natural areas and the other half are comprised of these state parks. And there's a variety of different state parks. Some of them are state historic parks. Some of them are day use parks, which are meant for environmental education or they are wildlife refuges. Um, and then there's also, of course, recreational parks famous for camping and outdoor activities such as boating, fishing, um, lots of hiking across Arizona. And the wonderful thing about the state park system is that they really are spread out throughout all of Arizona. So no matter the region that you're in, you can find a state park with just an hour or two's drive. And they're also in rural areas. So they're supporting rural communities with that economic support from visitors. So you can get away from the city and have some peace and quiet and also know that you're supporting a local community and seeing maybe some hidden gems across the state as well. Yes, that's awesome. Elizabeth, what are some of the more, um, uh, I, I, know, I know there are a lot of hidden gems within the park system, but what are some of the more popular parks or what, what would you say are the most popular state parks across Arizona? Well, we can measure the popularity of state parks. Of course, we track our park visitation and see um, what we're offering to residents of Arizona and how we can support the system. So the park with the number one visitation in our system is Lake Havasu State Park. This is a very well-known park for its boating opportunities and camping. Um, it's a wonderful place to visit. They also host many events throughout the year. I love Lake Havasu. It's it's, it's great, great there. I, I love it. I go several times a year. Love that. I thought you were going to say Grand Canyon, but, <laughs> no, but Lake Canyon, Havasu. That's right. Now, Grand Canyon is a national park. There are that's many right. national parks national and parks. monuments in Arizona. And so that's something we try to inform, especially international visitors, about 
Um, they come to the state to see some of these better known uh, national parks. And the fact of the matter is there's so many wonderful state parks that are nearby that offer camping. They're great jumping off points to see area attractions. And so, yes, the state parks, the number one visitation is out in Lake Havasu. Speaking of our international visitors and out-of-state visitors, um, many do come to actually see our second highest visitation park, which is Slide Rock State Park in Sedona. Many yes, are- one of my favorites, absolutely one of my favorites. It's well known for its natural water chute found in Oak Creek that people can slip and slide down and also jump in the water. It's always a very cool temperature, (laughs) Um, but it's also a really neat place in Arizona because it features the historic Pendley Homestead and the historic Apple Orchard, which honestly was an impressive feat of figuring out irrigation engineering. So it's a gem. Go there for the fun, but don't miss out on that really neat piece of history. Um, so yes, those are a couple of the, the highest visitation. As I said, the parks are really sprinkled throughout the state. There is something for everyone to enjoy. It depends on what you're looking for. So I always encourage people to spend some time on the state parks website before you plan your next trip. And we've got this great feature on our website that lets people filter activities and parks by what they want to do or see or even where they're going. So if your goal is to swim or boat or spend time on the water, you can click water activities. It's gonna show you Lake Havasu. It's going to show you all the other wonderful state park lakes. A lot of people think, oh, Arizona's dry, but no, there are great state parks that include bodies of water um, all across Arizona, not just on the Colorado River. So. You can find something for everyone, truly. Well, that's great because my next question for you was going to be, what what are some of the parks that are, you know, that are more popular with the senior population, with people who are retired or senior living in Arizona? You know, people love living in Arizona because of the weather and so many outdoor activities and things they can enjoy. So that was going to be my next question, but it sounds like you can really filter all these things on the website. Yeah. Um, do most of the parks have good accessibility for many of the for parks seniors? Do. Yes, many of the parks do. And there are some very popular parks that have um, accessible features. And I would say one of the top ones is Dead Horse Ranch State Park in Cottonwood. And if you're hearing that name for the first time, it may sound a little funny to you. <laughs> but just as everything, this has a story. Um, So a family came and they were searching for their next ranch. They were looking at properties. Um, One of them happened to have a deceased horse on the side of the road. And the little girls said, Dad, we want to move to the ranch that had the dead horse. Now that stuck. It's obviously an endearing story, but when that is definitely a great story. It sticks I mean. out, and part of the condition on the donation of this property to Arizona State Parks was that we retain this this name that the family had known and cherished. So, if you're hearing it for the first time, don't be alarmed. You will not find that kind of thing when you visit. It's just a bit of history for you. Um, no, this, no dead horses. No dead horses. No. In, in <laughs> fact, there are. Um, we have a concessionaire in the park who offers 
uh, horse trail riding. So you can actually go for the day and explore the trails on horseback, which is really a fun experience. But yeah, the park is known for having um, three beautiful lagoons on the property. They're like large ponds and they all have um, very even walking paths surrounding all three of the lagoons. So they're great to take, you know, your friend or very pet friendly, take your your dog for a stroll on the paths around the lagoons. Um, The Arizona Game and Fish Department stocks them with rainbow trout through the fall and the winter. So it's a great fishing spot. And there even is an accessible fishing pier there. So that's a great spot for people. You'll find yourself watching wildlife. Uh, there's a resonant pair of eagles that lives in the park in the in the cottonwood trees. So lots of wonderful things you'll see um, shorebirds and ducks on the lagoons and the Verde River runs right through the park. So it's a great place for recreation. I would say that's a top destination. Yeah, that sounds like I have not been there. So that's definitely on my list. I'm, I'm dying to go there. It's <laughs> sounds great. great. And, you know, very good camping. That park also offers camping cabins. In fact, eight of our parks offer rustic camping cabins. So if you want to stay, if you want a camping experience, but you want to stay maybe a little more comfortably out of the elements, a camping cabin is a good option for you. It has heat and air conditioning and actual beds and mattresses. Um, But you bring your own linens. It is a real camping experience, just elements. A little more glamping than camping. It is. It's sort of a glamping (laughs) style. Yes, if you don't have an RV where it's temperature controlled, camping cabins might be a good option for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, Wow. That's awesome. You can find them there. Another park you could find the the camping cabins at is Karchner Caverns State Park. Are you familiar with Karchner Caverns, Lindy? No. No, I am not. No. Karchner Caverns. Tell me where that is. It's a great destination. It's in Benson, Arizona, and that's about 30 minutes away from Tombstone. So if you are looking to make a trip of this, um, it, it, that would be a great couple parks yeah. to together. Of course, Tombstone Courthouse State Historic Park is another park in the agency. So um, you can hop up there from Karchner Caverns. Karchner Caverns has camping, hiking, but it's most famous for its very well-preserved living cave. And it's a living cave because the formations are actually growing still. It's a very huge wow. environment. It's been well-preserved and maintained. And can um, people go into this cave? Yes, absolutely. Oh. So, oh, and, wow. and I would love to paint a picture. It's not quite, you're not putting on your hard hat and going spelunking. So we'll just set the stage there. This is, um, again, developed with preservation in mind. And when you arrive at the visitor center at Karchner Caverns, you will take a tram up to the entrance of the cave system. And this tram also is wheelchair accessible for those who are listening and would like that mobility access. That is available and all the trails through the cavern are of course wheelchair accessible as well. So you will go with a guide who takes you through the tour of the cave, explains the formations, tells you the history and the discovery of this cave. It's at the base of the Whetstone Mountains, very scenic area and a wonderful experience. So that's another not to be missed destination. Everyone we we speak with after their tour um, just marvels at what they've seen. 
you would not know that that's underground when you're driving up to the park and it's just astounding yeah i never even knew that was there i've been to tombstone a couple of times but uh gosh elizabeth it sounds like i need to get out and see more of what's happening in arizona i feel like i have not been to all of these places so put, put I'm, that one I'm on your list it's a I'm really going, unique experience i am absolutely going to put that on my list and i'm going to put your website uh, up in my browser because it sounds like there's tons of information on there um, on where where to go how you know accessibility activities where to find water absolutely. <laughs> water activities and things like that that's that's really awesome. Um, it, do you have any other any other great highlights or tips or hidden yes. gems for us? Well, speaking of putting it in your browser, it really is our goal to provide more of these experiences with people, help make these adventures possible, give you all the information that you need to know um, to adventure more and adventure responsibly. So do spend time. We've got a great guide on our website and it has an overview of all the different parks and the different activities you can do. So um, that's, I'll be sure to give you the link maybe for your show notes, Linda, um, but it's azstateparks.com slash publications. Okay, so That's great. a great place to start if you, particularly if you enjoy a magazine and you want to read through a magazine type of guidebook, um, that's okay. an excellent resource. We can even mail copies to visitors who would like to I was just going to ask that, if, if that was something that you had in print or that people could download and you can mail yes. it out. That's that's great. And we'll definitely right. put the put the link to that on our website as well. Oh, so, very good. Yes, we are, are absolutely happy to mail out copies. And then it can be, the whole thing can be accessed right on our website as well. Um, I would say, again, there's just something for everyone. If you're a camper, make sure that you check out destinations, um, including Hamalavi State Park in northern Arizona or Lyman Lake State Park in Arizona. If you're based in Quartzsite, you have seven state parks available to you just within an hour and a half drive. So there are so many different destinations. Um, we even have a road trip guide on our website. So if you know you're going to a certain region, maybe you're going to uh, on a trip to Southern Arizona, um, pick our Southern Arizona road trip guide to see attractions on your way. Um, places like Patagonia Lake State Park, which is a very popular destination for birders. Um, or you could see something historic like Tubac Presidio State Historic Park, which is the state's oldest Spanish Presidio. Um, so lots of wonderful things. Again, they're hidden gems. They're in local communities. And there's a lot to be discovered. Um, and we just want to help people find more of these wonderful resources here in our state. Yeah, so basically, no matter what corner of Arizona that you're located in, or, or if you're in the middle of a state, you've got a state park very near you to to check out. That is just awesome. And I am definitely going to go check out Karchner and, and a few of the others that you mentioned. Elizabeth, thank you so much for your time today and for talking to us. We really appreciate it. Can you just tell me the, just uh, tell me the website address again real quickly? Yes, of course. And it's my pleasure. Thanks so much for having me, Linda. You can find of all of this information on our state park system at azstateparks.com. That's great, Elizabeth. Thank you again so much. I look forward to talking with you again in the future and discovering so much more of what Arizona has to offer. Thank you, Linda.
Hi all! With the holidays just right around the corner, as a senior, I'm sure you're looking for ways to not only stay healthy, but active as well. Here are a few pointers to keep you on track during the holiday season. Plan meals to avoid overindulgence. As we know, the holidays are the time when we gather with family and friends, which can definitely lead to overindulgence with food. Smaller portions are key. And don't forget, wine and cocktails take in moderation. Make healthy choices. This is easier when you keep healthy options like fresh vegetables and fruit on hand. Stay involved, cook a dish, or maybe decorate your home. Spending time with family and friends, especially during the holidays, is a time for you all to get together and make memories. This Senior Minute has been brought to you by Desert Winds Retirement Community, proudly supporting our seniors and Peoria for over 20 years offering independent living, assisted living, and memory care. Visit us at www.desertwindsretirement.com. Thank you so much for joining us today on Senior Living Arizona. Please share this podcast with friends and family and help seniors find the way to live life to the fullest. Help Senior Living Arizona increase our reach by taking a few moments to write a review. Senior Living Arizona is dedicated to bringing helpful tips that support aging successfully. Please reach out to us with topics you'd like us to cover. You can find us on social media at Senior Living Arizona and on the web at www.slscommunities.com.